You're listening to Faith with Friends podcast, where we talk about faith, relationships, and spiritual growth. Welcome to our circle and the conversation where we seek to know God and make Him known. Now, here's your host, Lisa Lorenzo. Hi, friends, and thank you for joining us for today's podcast. I'm here on Therapy Thursday with Dr. Lydia, and today we're going to have a great talk about stress. Stress is something that affects all of us, and today we're just going to talk about how we can mitigate that stress. Hi, Dr. Lydia. Welcome. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me, and I'm so glad we have the opportunity to meet in person this time. Nobody knows this, but it it feels good to be able to see you and talk to you uh, like a a real person. Um, It's nice that we have all this technology, and, and sometimes the technology stresses me out. Exactly. (laughs) Recording stresses me out sometimes and opening stress me out. Yeah, of course. So today we're going to talk about stress. How would you describe stress? Well, I'll tell you that the um, stress is something that's supposed to be good for us when we're using it in a good way. But stress is a, um, a reaction that we have that can be internal or external. And it is built in. It's God's way of saying, hey, get up and move. It's when your body, um, well, l- let me back up a little bit because stress is, has been used, like when you say, hi, I'm stressed out. Oh, I'm just stressed out. Okay. Right. But really stress is something that's, it's, a, it's your reaction to a perceived threat. Okay. Sometimes it's a real threat. A bear is coming and your autonomic nervous system just reacts and says, hey, I'm going to take off fight or flight. Right. Yes. Well, your brain isn't involved. And then afterwards, this mm-hmm. is where the stress comes in. Because afterwards, your brain is telling your body, you know what you just did? Did you recognize that bear was huge? Did you see what, how bad, how fast you ran? Did you realize that you broke your leg in the process? Wow. Oh, now pain sets in. You know, so now is when you start to sort of realize all the things that you did in the moment of perceived, of a perceived threat so do you see stress is really kind of on the back end yeah it's like the story of a mom that lifts a car off of a child like how did she do that Mm -hmm. well the stress in her body released all those hormones and she's able to have this supernatural strength right well the 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 adrenaline in her in her body the the autonomic nervous system just kicked in brain wasn't involved but afterwards or if in the middle of it she's like ah Oh my God, what do I have? And then she'll probably drop the car. Right. It kind of makes me think of, you know, Peter walking, walking on, water. on water. I was thinking the same yeah. thing. And he probably really, he probably was doing it. And he was like, yeah, complete faith. Here I am. And then yeah. he's like, ah, I'm really on water. You know, it probably drowns. So, you know. Um, then but, you have the unhealthy stress. Yes. Which releases cortisol into our body, which makes us not sleep well, gain weight, and have all of these unhealthy physical reactions to stress. Well, cortisol is like what happens when you have prolonged patterns of stress. So it's normal for for um, you to have this like initial reaction in your body to react. Mm-hmm. You know, the other day there was a lightning strike so close to my house that um, it scared me. It scared me to the point where I released a scream, a screech that scared everybody else. Yes. You know, and that's never happened to me before. And I was like, wow, it like just ran through my body and screamed. And um, the, afterwards we were laughing about it. But can you imagine 
that if I continue to react like that over and over and over and over again, well, that's a lot of adrenaline that has right. to pass through. And then that's a lot of, um, it's, it's like an intense workout. It's like going mm -hmm. from zero to a hundred in less than, than 0.2 seconds. And what, what happens to your body? It's, that's stress. That's when your body's, your body's like, oh, give me a break. Slow down a little bit. Right. And, and what happens? You, maybe some people get headaches. Some people get stomach aches. Some people get, you know, prolonged IBS, yes. irritable bowel syndrome. Mm -hmm. Other people, you know, it just depends on what your what will end up being your weakest organ, or you, right. and that's the one that's going to react the most over time, over mm -hmm. a, a lot of time. And the cortisol, yes, that is just, you know, you can measure that. Um, there was a study that was done on people who are getting massages. Mm -hmm. So they would test that they would take a saliva sample, measure cortisol levels, and they would get a massage. What a great study to be a part of. I right? know. How do I sign <laughs> up for that one? Yeah, that maybe we could do another one like that. The they would test their cortisol levels afterwards and they would drop. Okay. Wow. From a relaxation, some kind of a an intervention, some kind of a coping skill that allowed them to to feel restful. Right. Okay, but that doesn't mean that it stayed low. Our cortisol levels are they're constantly going up and down, up and right. down. So it's up to us to recognize what the triggers are mm -hmm. that make us get stressed. It's up to us to figure out what the coping mechanisms are to help us maintain those levels low so that we don't allow our bodies just to, you know, be on, on overload all the time and get stressed out all the time and, and just, you know, react in a bad way. Right. We talked uh, a few weeks ago about toxicity. Yes. And we were just having a conversation about toxic situations, not necessarily toxic people, but toxic situations. And how do you evaluate whether that person that you're having an issue with is somebody that you should allow in your small circle, allow in your life? What is a good measure for something like that? Wow. Tying it into stress. Well, know your triggers. Mm -hmm. Okay, know your triggers. So if you if your trigger is a person, then do what you can to eliminate contact with that person. Okay, mm -hmm. and if you can't because they're part of your circle or they're part of your family, then limit your uh, exposure to them. First of all, if you can't limit your exposure to them because gosh, you live with these people, they're not to the point where they're right. they're hurting you in such a way that it's a danger to you or yourself right. but it's just you don't get along then first of all pray for them right okay you know I mean the Bible does say that we got to pray for yes. for those kind of people okay and sometimes we're that kind of person for someone else absolutely. you know first and foremost pray for them what do you think about that well it reminds absolutely I think if you can't pray for them then you know where the problem is so I think you being able to offer a prayer for them and look at that person. Is this a lifetime character trait that they have? Or is this something that you see, wait a minute, this person's going through a lot right now. And that's why it's important to know the people in your inner circle, what's going on with them, and not really taking the value of somebody that you never see and they're mean to you. Well, you don't know what they're going through. Give them the benefit of the doubt that they might be going through a really hard situation and be kind to them anyways. And sometimes people are going through a stressful moment. You know, right. you may have a friend who you don't even know that maybe they're 
their husband has been diagnosed with cancer right. and all of a sudden they're acting strange to you yeah. and not talking to you and and maybe you're feeling a little stressed out because you're like hey I thought we were friends what happened so have a little grace with friends yes. because we don't you don't know what people are going through behind closed doors right. you don't know financially maybe they're having stress and they're just not saying anything or you don't know if they are having health issues or relationship issues things happen right and I guess the first thing is not to take th take things personally. Right. And if you're that valuable to a friend or that friend is that valuable to you, then give them a little space. Yeah. Give like, them a is this space. their character? Is this, you know, there's cranky people in the world. Yeah. And so if it's a cranky person, they might not even be trying to be mean. That's just their character. Their personality is a little sarcastic or a little short. Yeah. And so knowing that, or being able to compare, like, this person's usually very kind to me, very loving, and today she was a little short. Maybe I can check in with her in a few days and make sure she's okay instead of saying, oh, she was very rude to me, I'm never going to talk to her again, where it becomes now you're showing compassion to that person, right. which we've all had bad days where we've responded poorly or reacted poorly, and how beautiful it is when somebody comes back with grace to me and says, hey, are you okay? Because the other day... And I can say, yes, I'm sorry. I was all stressed out, right? right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they extend grace. I read a great article this week, and it was about asking somebody if they walk the dog. Okay. And so the person asked their significant other, their husband, did you walk the dog? And he was like, you know I didn't walk the dog, and why are you attacking me, and you always have something negative, and you pick on it. And she's like, no, like, I really just wanted to know if you walked the dog. No, you knew I, I didn't walk the dog. <laughs> and then... They calm down and she revisits and she says, the reason I wanted to know if you walk the dog is because if you hadn't, I was going to offer to go with you. Mm. And so then he says, oh, I'm sorry. I just feel like sometimes you're very critical of me when I don't walk the dog. And then instead of saying, well, that's your problem, she says, I can understand that because in the past I have. But I'm learning to express myself better. Mm -hmm. And so if I was upset at you, I would have said, I saw that you didn't walk the dog yet, and that disappoints me. Mm -hmm. But maybe next time I can say, if you haven't walked the dog yet, maybe we can go together. Mm -hmm. And that would have changed the whole situation. And I thought, there's so much wisdom wrapped up in that, where if you see that your spouse is having a bad day, and maybe you don't know until you say, hey, did you walk the dog? Mm -hmm. Then you see that they're stressed out. And instead of feeding into that and bringing a fight, right? Fighting back or defending right. yourself. You just meet them where they're at and say, hey, I think we just missed each other here. I wasn't trying to attack you. I just thought maybe we could go together today because I had a bad day. It looks like you had a bad day. Maybe we can walk the dog together. And that just kind of changed the whole outcome of the rest of the evening because type A is going to be fighting for the rest of the night going back 14 years ago and saying, because that day you told right. me. Where instead, I realized we're both stressed out. How can I take this stressful situation and pour love and grace into it to change the outcome uh, yeah that's a great question right that's a great question that we can ask ourselves you know part of that stress reaction that autonomic nervous system reaction that does it on its own sometimes it's perceived threat and sometimes it's a threat inside of your own head you know yeah and you know there is no bear attacking you there is nothing right. really there Sometimes it's old trauma or triggers, right. like we talk. So sometimes it's it's our own self. Like I'll tell you a little a little story anecdote that um, 
explains a little better. Like there's two neighbors and one neighbor um, is going to borrow the lawnmower from the other neighbor. So he starts walking over there and he starts thinking about the neighbor and he's like, gosh, you know, he got a new lawnmower and I don't have a new lawnmower. Oh, that neighbor, huh? Then last time, gosh, he got a new car and I don't have that new car, you know, and oh, look at that. And he's just washing his new car and gloating over it. This is all the talk he's having right. in his head as he's walking over there. He goes, yeah, huh, look at his pretty little wife. Yeah, he's got a pretty wife and the car and a new lawnmower. <laughs> well, you know what? He can take his lawnmower and he can... All of this is right before and then ding, he rings the doorbell. Ding dong. The neighbor opens the door and he's like, hey, nice to see you. And he goes, you know what? You can take your lawnmower and you can put it where the sun don't shine. <laughs> and he's like... The, what the, just happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what, what happened was he worked himself up. Nothing happened that was real but he worked himself up on the way getting there so doesn't that happen to us sometimes absolutely like we think in our minds how something may turn out and it it, it isn't like that at all yes you know so sometimes uh, communication helps a whole lot um, but it is important that we know our own triggers first of all okay. we got to start with ourselves and our bodies so the best way to recognize if you are having any kind of a stressful reaction is look at your physical body. Are your hands sweating, your palms? Mm -hmm. uh, are, is your skin sweating? You know, that, that's a stress reaction. Right. That's like an are immediate one. Are your shoulders one. tight and your neck tight and your jaw clenched? Yes, exactly. Like, like know what your stress reactions are. One time I had someone come see me and it was, they said their first stress reaction was their ears got red. Okay, and what did that mean? That meant that they were starting to get like tense. Yes. And their blood pressure would go up. And yeah. then they would be angry, you know. So you got to recognize what is that first trigger? What is that first physical trigger? If you can recognize that, then maybe you can take a different pathway. Maybe you can have a different way to react to your own stress rather than having that knee-jerk reaction and emotionally explode on people or emotionally pull away and cut people off maybe you can learn a different way to react to your own stress yes. maybe do some deep breathing or praying or guided imagery or talk to someone that is not part of the the situation or right. journal there's so yeah. many things to do but the first step is recognize your triggers do some self-observation for you know, over different experiences too. So maybe yeah. like a week or two, observe yourself, find out what those triggers are, then come up with coping skills. And you know what I usually say? I mean, I could give you like 10 tips, you know, and we could all write them down and, and try mm -hmm. them all. But I have to tell you that I think people are very resilient, resourceful. So I always ask people, look at your past. When have you been able to overcome stress yourself? When have you been able to successfully overcome those triggers? Mm -hmm. That would be the next step. Mm -hmm. So look into your own past and see what's worked mm -hmm. and then do more of it. And then ask yourself what hasn't worked. Yeah. Do less of it. Okay. Cause sometimes we, we just are not thinking about what we're doing and we know it's not the right thing to do and then the solution becomes greater than the problem yeah 
I'll give you an example. Maybe drinking a glass of wine helps, but maybe you don't stop at a glass of wine and maybe exactly. you have a whole bottle of wine. Right. And then what happens? The solution became greater than the original exactly. trigger problem that led you to do that. Right. Um, and the Bible tells us in Philippians 4, 6, do not be anxious about anything, which means they were anxious because God <laughs> is addressing their anxiety and their stress. That's right. But it tell, he tells us, but in everything, in all your situations, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. So, number one, like you said, prayer and supplication. Talk to God about what you need in that moment. You know, it might be, I need peace, I need patience, I need to slow down, um, I feel like I'm handling too much. Whatever is causing you the stress, pray about it. Talk to God about it just like you would a friend. He is your friend. And then it says, with thanksgiving, which is so important because I think gratitude can change all situations. The attitude of gratitude, yeah. Yep. So what can I be thankful for in this current situation? My pastor always tells a story about a man that was robbed and beaten and left for dead. And the pastor told him, like, be thankful for what you have. And he's like, what do you mean? I was robbed, I was beaten, and I have nothing. They took everything I had. And the pastor told him, well, although they took everything you had, it wasn't much. You didn't have a lot to begin with, so you're almost in the same situation. And although they beat you up, you're still alive. And although they left you for dead, you're still, you're, you're not dead. So be thankful. You can be thankful in that situation. Thank you, Lord, that I can go to work tomorrow and start over. Thank you that although I was physically harmed, I'm emotionally okay, I'm spiritually okay, I can come to you. And then it says... Let your request be known to God. Remember that God cares for you. And we're told he cares for you, so cast your cares onto him. Like we have a God that'll take our burdens. You know, and I just want to say there's, there's some things that cause us stress that cause us long suffering. And I hate and love that word because long suffering means I've been suffering for a long time, but it also means there's an end to the suffering. It's not constant suffering, it's long suffering. Mm -hmm. And it always says that means you just stay until things change. You hold, you know, when you can't do anything, when there's nothing you can do about a situation, right. you just hold on to God and wait for God to change the situation or change you. Mm -hmm. But I want to acknowledge that we're talking about stress here. Some stressful situations can take you to a very dark lonely dangerous hopeless danger place. danger it's, i exactly. keep thinking danger danger right. you know but sometimes it's just you become hopeless and you think this situation's only going to get worse yeah and in those times i recognize i might be overthinking here mm -hmm. i might be projecting something from my own childhood that i've experienced like when have i experienced this before and am i bringing that into this situation Right. Where I can just stop and reflect on God's goodness. Mm -hmm. Because when there's nothing good going around, God is still good. Mm -hmm. So I can just sit for a minute and think about His goodness. And not only that, but, you know, you can't get lost in the moment. We can't have these knee-jerk reactions. And in Scripture, Romans eight twenty-eight, it does say that all things, everything, good and bad, are for his glory and for our good and it, you know that that's probably not the right scripture to quote when you're at a funeral right right that's probably not the best scripture to quote when you've been diagnosed with cancer right but I have to tell you that from God's perspective and our perspective are totally different and 
it's important that we keep that in perspective. Right. I and mean, you may not have the answer in the middle of a low, dark moment. Right. It's important not to give up hope. It's important to um, know that when you're stressed out and you're, it's a passing moment. This too shall pass. Yes. I think that scripture is so important for us to keep memorized, to keep it in our hearts, yes. because sometimes that is really the, 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 the one thing that will keep you hanging on to that next moment of hope Yes, to keep you going. That reminds me, there's two verses I wanted to share. Psalm 118, verses 5 and 6. It says, Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. It just means you can call on the Lord at any moment. And it says, The Lord is by my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And the second one is what you what you just said reminded me of this. Proverbs 12, 25. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. That's a word of encouragement from a friend, but how much better is God's good word? God's word is good. Right. He is a good shepherd. He's a good God. And when you can just open your Bible and you just say, Lord, I'm just going to read Psalm 23 today or Psalm 34, or I'm going to read a Proverbs. I just need to hear about your right. goodness today. I know. We, and we live in such a dark world. I, I, I don't know if it's because we have so much more information available to us or people are just getting more raw out there and it makes me afraid for the next generation a part of me right but the other part of me says well everyone is born in the right time that's right in the right place and it's our jobs to not only equip us but the next generation with the word of god because i think that it has a lot of wisdom still yes well, this has been a great talk. I think that this is a great subject because we are all stressed out. We're all walking around stressed out. And I encourage you, if you're feeling stressed out, take a minute and pray right now. Take a minute and talk to God about it and say, God, I'm going through this hard situation. I feel pain because of this. I feel anxiety because of this. Talk to God about it and let him encourage you. And I encourage you to dig into the word. I also just want to encourage you, if your stress is longer, and you need a little help processing, then we have Dr. Lydia who has a team of professionals that work with her. And Dr. Lydia, I always put your information on the notes, but can you give them the number and the website? Yes, uh, you can call me directly at 786-565-6916. And I'll repeat that, 786-565-6916. And you can always search me on the web at www.drlidiamartinez.com, D-R-L-I-D-I-A Martinez.com. And we'll add that in the notes. And I just want to close reading Psalm 103, verses 1 through 5. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. And I pray that today, if you're feeling stressed, you take a minute to remember all God's benefits. Would you close us in prayer, please? Oh, thank you. I, I will. Um, I'd be honored to. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for loving us, taking care of us, always being such a gentleman to us and lord i pray that anyone out there who's feeling stress 
and doesn't know what to do, that you would just give them a peace through the Holy Spirit, that you would remind them that they're loved, that they're special, that you think about um, each and every one of us at all times, and that you want the best for us. And in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us for today's Faith with Friends podcast. We hope you will like and subscribe as we continue the conversation. Follow us on Instagram at Faith with Friends. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you forward to your friends so our circle will continue to grow?